hold on. Let me get this out of me. Yep. <coughs> All right. Counting down in three, two, one. Thanks for checking out this podcast. These guys talk about whatever they want. Two dynamic guys talking about dynamic things for you, a dynamic audience. This is season two of Last Night's Coffee with Chuck and John. What's going on, Night Shifters? Two shows left, John. That's it, man. It was second to last show of season two. Yep. And in case you don't know, I'm Chuck. That's John, the world's youngest Gen Xer. That's right. That's right. I felt a, I felt a little funny today because I was jamming out to some chili peppers and my kids did not get it. Well, they'll get it one day. I hope so. I hope so. I, it took me a little bit to come around to the chili peppers, man. I go through phase phases still with the chili peppers. Really? They're so different that... uh. You know, it's hard to, to, to get with it sometimes, I guess. Yeah, I'll find myself like, I don't really like the chili peppers. And then the next thing I know, I'm singing along with one of the songs riding down yeah. the road. Yeah, yeah. And then it's like, oh, wait, but then I don't like the chili peppers. Oh, but then they sing that song like, Can't Stop. That's like yeah. super groovy or, you know, <laughs> By the Way. <laughs> yeah. Or like one of those really cool, you know what I mean? It's like, oh, yeah, they sing one of those really good songs. Californication. Californication is super groovy, right? Scar Tissue was another one off of that. Yeah. Amazing. Yeah. Um, all of those songs, they got such a uh, huge catalog. But it just made me feel old, you know? My kids find it hard to relate to my music and all that. Ugh. Well, that's part of it. I mean, you know, you and you, you'll see it more and more as they get older. Oh, I'm sure. I'm sure when they start developing, like, their own tastes, really, in music... Yeah, it is when I'm really interested because I think I was closer to the age of like 11 or 12 when I really developed a taste in music. Well, some of this music does not have a taste. That's that's true. That's true. But yeah, man, we only got this is this is it. Second to last episode. This is episode yeah. 42 of season two. Can you believe that, man? I can't believe it. This is the last regular episode. Yeah, episode. yeah, we've got. All we've got is the big shebang. Yep. The Kevins are going down. That's right. It's going to be an eating competition. If you haven't been keeping up with the show, we have got a eating competition coming up this weekend against our two top listeners. Uh, they both happen to be named Kevin, and they're both going to be big fat losers this weekend. Yep. And uh, yeah, so we're having an eating competition with them where we're going to annihilate them by eating a box of Little Debbie Christmas tree cakes each and one large coffee each. And the rules are first to finish. First to finish. Uh, I think one of the Kevins is going to drink a latte. Yeah, 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 yeah. The Marine of all people. The Marine in the group is going to have a cappuccino because he doesn't drink coffee. I don't drink coffee. Yeah, gotta let them have it for that one, guys. Gotta let them have it. But yeah, we'll be gathering out here in the woods, and uh, it's gonna be fun. It's gonna be hopefully the uh, Georgia game 
will be over by the time we start because I think yep. it starts at 12. This should be over. Should be. Should be. Um, could you imagine? So they're 35 and a half point favorites over Georgia Tech. That's crazy. So I hope they don't really wild, man. I hope they don't sleep on this game. Yeah. Yeah. I, uh, that that would be awful, right? Wouldn't that be like, uh, so Georgia sports of them? Yeah. And then you got to sit there and try to do an eating contest and you're just like, yeah. Yeah. Like Georgia just got annihilated by, uh, by the, the rambling wreck. Yeah. That would be awful, man. That's not a uh, – that would not be a good day. But I don't see it happening. No. They, came, I, they had a good W, a hard-fought W this weekend. Yeah, it was tough. It was cold up there in Kentucky, but they pulled out the victory. Yeah, what um, was it, 9 nothing at half, I think? Yeah, something like that. Low scoring at the half at yeah. halftime, man. L- very low scoring at halftime. Yeah, I wouldn't want to play in that cold weather. No, but I'm also uh, I'm kind of a wuss. So <laughs> there is that, you know. I, yeah. I'm I'm not I'm not exactly the toughest of tough. You feel me? <laughs> I tell you, I tell you who else got a reality check this weekend was a uh, Tennessee. Yes, sir. Do you think Georgia knocked them off their high horse and like they're just toppling down the hill now? What's going on? What do you think is up with them? Were they think, never as good as we thought? I think they were. Almost as good as everybody thought, but I don't think they were um, what what they were trying to make. You know what I mean? It's like uh, they the the media wants another team other than Alabama and Georgia to talk about, and then here's a SEC team that oh look they're undefeated. Let's talk about them. So yeah, they, they definitely kinda, got hyped up. They hyped them up. But I think to get beat as bad as they did by South Carolina, that was just one of those days where it started going downhill and they could not recover. Oh, yeah. That's an embarrassing loss. That's a really embarrassing loss for them. I'm, I'm not even going to look to see how far back they went. In Especially the, uh, during the season where they beat Alabama. You know what I mean? They beat Alabama and lost to the Gamecocks. Come on. That's a, that's a really – up and down year right there. You, someone someone kind of needs to remind them that they were number one for a few days, right? Yeah, for like four days. I think what it was <laughs> is somebody forgot to tell South Carolina that they were number one for a few days. Yeah, 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 yeah. 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 They, 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 someone needs to remind them, like, hey, guys, you were supposed to be the number one team in the nation. Yeah. So here's what we got going on. Okay. We got Georgia's number one, the – Ohio State is number two. Michigan. Hey, they is, they were they were behind in their game, by the way. Yeah, but they still won. They're eleven and zero. They pulled it out. Yes. Michigan eleven and zero. T C U is eleven and zero. Wow. All right. Here's the deal, though. It's rivalry week coming up. Yep. Michigan has to play the Ohio State. So number two and number three play each other this Saturday? This Saturday, and one of them has to lose. Oh my goodness. Like they're they're going into it going into it knowing one of them is not gonna be undefeated anymore. That is gonna be a doggone mean game. It's gonna be brutal. 
that takes them out of the playoffs, right? Don't you think? Uh, possibly, maybe. I mean, we'd still have George. So Georgia's probably going to win out. So that's an undefeated team. I don't know about TCU. I don't know who they're playing this weekend. Yeah. God only knows who their rival is. Maybe Baylor or some other, like maybe Texas A&M. Who knows? Yeah. Baylor might be one because it's another uh, religious school. <laughs> yeah. So, I mean, it, it's going to get interesting. Yeah. Yeah, man. College football is uh, is exciting this time of year. And I can't wait until the playoffs are extended at least by a few teams, man. You think it ought to be a 16 playoff? I think it should be. I think if you're going to have playoffs, you need to go ahead and have a 16-team bracket. Oh, wow. Like a tournament. Tournament. Yes. If you're going to have playoffs, have playoffs. Okay. Because, look, you're taking the, the top four, but who – okay, Chuck, listen to me. The I'm top listening. four team, the number, the the top four teams you just re- listed off: Georgia, yeah, uh, Michigan, Ohio State. I'm not in that order. I know the the, the the Ohio State. Okay, okay, the Ohio State. Are those the four best teams in the country? Well, the, right now, the records are. Their records are. That's not what I'm asking. Are those the four best teams in the country? I'm thinking probably, yeah. At you think so? Georgia is. I know Georgia is definitely the – right now, Georgia's playing like the best team. I'd say they are the best team in the country. But my argument is there are better teams than those teams in the country. Okay. And and I'm, and I'm I know that it could probably turn into SEC every – you know, for the last four teams every year. It could turn into that, but that's not the SEC's fault. No, it's not. You know what I'm saying? But I think you need to open it up to where the best teams in college football have the opportunity to play for the national championship. That's true. The fact that TCU is undefeated does not mean that TCU is the fourth best team in the that, country. I, I'll give you that. They they just had had a schedule. You see what I'm saying? Yeah. So I think it would be a lot more fun and competitive if you could get the best of the best teams out there, if you really felt like the best two teams in the country were playing to for the national championship at the end of it, because I'm not sure that's what happens every year right now. Okay. So who do you bring up? I mean, like you get rid of TCU, you're going to bring in the LSU, you're going to bring in Alabama, Oregon. We've already beat Oregon. No, I don't think it should be four teams. So you want to see everybody have a shot to go in there and just grind it out and make it a long season? Yeah, I I mean, not necessarily a long season. I think the tournament should just be something separate. Oh, okay. Kind of like the – I mean, similar to the way the NFL does it. They have a true playoff system. I think that's my whole thing. Like, if you're going to have playoffs, if you're going to try to get – that sort of competitiveness into the game, then you need to extend it to more than just four teams. Okay. That's what I think. I'd rather see the best teams in the country playing each other. That's what I'd rather see. Not the four, uh, you know, uh, no loss teams. No losses doesn't mean you're necessarily the 
fourth best team. I'm sorry, or the third best for that matter. I'm not. I don't know that Michigan's the third best team in the country. Yeah. Well, I mean, we'll see. But this is what we have right now. This is what we have right now. This is what we've got right now. Those four teams, if it pans out, those four teams would be in. And I'm not saying that wouldn't be an exciting playoff. That that will be. I think there is a sense of urgency behind it being only four teams. So I yeah. do enjoy that aspect of it. It's not like um, – it's like, you know, the these four teams make it and then the – you know, the, they just play two games and the, the winner goes to the championship. I do like like the uh, the shortness of it and the, the kind of sudden deathness of it, you know. Yeah, it's uh, it's for all the marbles there. Right. Right. You're you're put on the spot for sure. So who do you think <clears throat> who do you think is going to win Ohio State versus Michigan? Let's get that prediction. The, excuse think... me, the Ohio State. I think Jim Harbaugh chokes. So I'd say the Ohio State wins. The Ohio State wins. Okay. Yep. Mark my words. What do you think? I'm I'm betting on I would I would bet on the Ohio State too. Cause they're playing at Mich- at at Ohio State. Okay, so that is a that's definitely an advantage. Yeah. That's definitely an advantage. We'll see, man. We'll see. When are they, they're playing Saturday? Yes, they're pay, playing Saturday at twelve as well. So I guess I'll be flipping back and forth between those two games. Yeah, that ought to be entertaining, man. That ought to be entertaining. Well, we've got a uh, kind of long weekend coming up for most people. Yeah, we got with Thanksgiving. Uh, with Thanksgiving happening on Thursday, man. You got any big plans for Thanksgiving? Uh, yeah, we're we're breaking tradition. Tradition, wow, I can't even say tradition. We are breaking tradition this year. What are you guys doing? We're doing a low country boil. Um, you know, whose idea was that? I'm not sure, (laughs) not sure whose idea was. Pretty good idea, though. I love it. I I do too. I'm, I just don't know if. I don't remember the origin of it. I don't know if it was Mary Beth and her sister come up with it or, <laughs> or what, but, uh, so I think, is Mary Beth's sister coming to this? Yeah. We're going to have about 20 people here. Okay, cool. What about her dad? Like, are you going to have that kind of, yeah. everybody's yeah. going to show up their dad, their, their, her, her dad, um, that side of the family, my side of the family. Yeah. We're going to have everybody here for one of those, uh, TV type Thanksgivings. How about it, man? That's awesome. That's awesome. That's a great thing. I like the idea of the low country boil, man. I've been to a couple of families that like broke tradition like that, you know, um, and made like their culture, whatever, you know, like, uh, like I went to, uh, my buddy growing up, he was Mexican. He is Mexican. And, uh, they would make this huge spread of Mexican food, man, on Thanksgiving. It was delicious. Awesome. Yeah, it was great. Well, what are y'all uh, going to do this year? Well, you know, we're um we're actually doing uh, the same thing we always do, which is try to split our t- our time up between two uh, two families. Man, we're going to uh, my parents' house and Catherine's mom's house. So we're trying. We're still doing that rigmarole. You know, we're still running around like crazy. Yeah, we, we're in we that had, stage still. 
we had to do the runaround except for like at the year that it falls at our house mm. because then it's just like i don't know it just ends up being everybody at our house yeah yeah well so. you know i the runaround isn't too bad to me it isn't too bad because you get a few hours here a few hours there you know chop it up and you're gone you know um it, i don't mind it so much yeah it's not too bad um but we'll have a good time uh got the got went to sam's and got all the stuff to make it so now are you guys putting crawfish in it no no are you just doing shrimp and sausage shrimp sausage corn potatoes yeah i think that's it yeah you're not getting crazy with you're not doing any not doing anything crazy yeah no no crawfish doing it more uh south carolina style i got you i got you I love that. I love it, man. I, low country bowl is one of my favorite meals, period. Pour it out on the table and go. It don't get much better, dude. It don't get much better. I love it. I hope you guys keep that up. I hope that becomes your new tradition, actually. I've always wanted to do do something different. I think a few years ago, we uh, went and got some barbecue. Really? You did barbecue for Thanksgiving? I think so. Oh, that's pretty sweet. Yeah. That's pretty sweet. I I, mean, I, uh, I don't know do, that I've ever done anything like that. Do you really like the turkey and dressing and all the other stuff? Uh, it's okay. I was just telling my wife about that the other day. You know, dressing's not my favorite. Like, it, if it's not on my plate on Thanksgiving, it's not a huge deal. Right. So why the do turkey we... is like, okay. You know, my dad makes a big deal out of the turkey. He, all right. So this is my dad's wheelhouse turkey every thanksgiving right it's almost one of those like weird you know just dad things he like waits for it type of thing yeah it's like it's my time to shine yeah 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 yeah. like he's only got a handful of these things you know left especially in the in his season you know i haven't been at home and golly i haven't lived at home in almost 20 years now so like these moments are dwindling that he has with, with us, you know? So uh, that's one of the few times he's got like this thing where he, he always smokes the Turkey for everybody. And uh, it makes him so happy, but, and I, and, and I like that Turkey, you know, smoked Turkey is really good, man. He does a really good job. He's kind of got it down to a science, just like a dad would. And uh, I, I do enjoy that, but it's, it's at the same time, it's like, man, we're just eating this plain bird, you know? Right. Not to knock on it, not to knock on it too much, but yeah, I'm kind of with you. It's like, I don't do cranberry sauce. I definitely don't do green bean casserole. Um, like green beans are great, but the whole casserole idea, not great. Yeah. Uh, it, I don't like all that other stuff. You, do you like sweet potato casserole? Nope. Can't do it. Yeah. I, it was, I never liked it growing up and then, um, one of Catherine's sisters makes a sweet potato souffle <laughs> and it is incredible. It's super sweet. That's probably why it's so good. Dude, I don't like anything. You know that. Yeah, I know. You're super picky. I was giving you a hard time last episode about that, dude. Um, but, uh, which by the way, I'm sorry, listeners. I realized after listening back to the episode that I made a mistake and I had not put the meme of the week at the end of the show. So I did edit it and add it back in hopefully you've uh you know gone back and listened to the end of it i'm sorry 
uh, you can go ahead and call me out on my mistakes if you want to. Dadgum, our producer is falling. Failing. Well, you know, last week was a little different. We had to record it a little differently than normal. We're doing the same thing again this week, unfortunately. We're having some technical difficulties, I believe. But we'll get them worked out. Yeah, something's going on. Um, we'll get them worked out before season three. Season three coming up, coming at you. <laughs> That's right. So, now, did you do your homework? I did some homework, man. I did. Did you? Did you do your homework? I did. I did my homework. What did you find out? So we decided. Th- let's give our listeners a little background here. We decided we'll be um, those podcasters who do uh, uh, a real topical episode. So this week we're going to talk about Thanksgiving and yeah. uh, the origins of Thanksgiving. Yep. And Chuck and I both decided this morning that what we'll do is uh, he can do his own research. I'll do my own research and we'll bring them together on the show and see if they're different. Now, by doing research, I watched a YouTube video. You watched a YouTube video? Well, actually two YouTube videos. Uh, That's not bad. Yeah. That's not bad. So the first Thanksgiving the first Thanksgiving. What is the first Thanksgiving based off of your research? Well, I don't have anything written down, so I'm trying. I'm going off so the top of my head. Everybody knows the traditional story. Oh, the you know, the Indians. You know, we come over here and the natives, and they were all helped us out and blah 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 yeah. blah blah. So that's what I was told. Is the natives? When I was a kid, I was told that the natives helped the pilgrims grow crops here. And it was in celebration of those crops that they had Thanksgiving feast. Okay. So the video I watched was about that. Okay. But it was a lot darker. Okay. Okay. Tell me what you found out. So when they, they had, so they, this went, this went and talked about the, you know, there were supposed to be two ships, the Mayflower and another one. And, before they even got out of sight of England, the other ship broke down the and, and they had to scuttle it. So mm. half the people stayed and then the other half crammed onto the Mayflower. Oh, goodness. The Mayflower was a piece of junk. <laughs> I didn't know that. Yes, it, it, it would barely sail into the wind. Oh, my gosh. It was one of the slowest ships. It, it was a basically they were you know, a bunch of people put their money together and got the boat from Captain Ron. Right. You know, so they're going across there. They have all kinds of problems. They break a beam Mm. and they ended up, they could either turn back and go to England, but they didn't have any money to start back over. So for some reason they had this big iron screw that they were able to, they think it was part of the printing press that they had. Oh, they were taking a printing press with them? Well, that's kind of why they left, because they were, um, you know. Oh, they were separatists. Yeah. That's part of what I learned from uh, my research. Yeah. They didn't so call themselves pilgrims. They kind of patched this boat back together. They got across. They didn't land where they wanted to land. Anyway, they meet. You know, they, they have a few little skirmishes with Indians. Mm-hmm. They finally find the spot that they can build at. Right. But when they get to the spot, it's already an Indian village there. 
but everybody was dead. Oh. There was like some kind of disease swept through the village. Yeah. And like there was dead people still in their little homes. No way. Skeletons. Yeah. Oh, weird. Yeah. And this is a very condensed Chuck version. Oh, yeah. 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 That's fine. So then this other Indian come and he, he come walking in and, you know, they pulled their guns on him and all this stuff. And they're like, he's like, ho, ho. And he could speak English. Whoa. Yeah. How can he speak English? Because he'd been trading with English traders. Uh, that was the uh, one. What is not Sacagawea? That's a woman. Uh, anyway. Oh, I heard about him. I did hear about him. I heard a story related to him. Tell me if you heard this, that he came up asking for beer. Yeah. 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 Dude comes up asking for beer and they're... <laughs> So, that's hilarious man their first interaction with like an indian in this village is him asking for beer in english of no uh, uh yeah. no less could you imagine how whacked out that would be to see this dude <laughs> come walking out there and be like hey y'all got any beer <laughs> hey would y'all chill out man put the guns down dude i'm just looking for some beer yeah so anyway <laughs> they help him and they kind of agree to team up uh, to help protect his true his tribes from some of the other tribes, and mm. that's how they end up getting along and learning how to prepare the land to grow the corn and beans and stuff. Gotcha. And so that sets up for the first harvest. Yes. Now <laughs> is is. Is that what you found out based on your research? Is that from from those Indians, uh, from those Native Americans working with those particular settlers, those separatists? Yeah. Um, and, and growing those crops based on that first harvest is where the Thanksgiving came from. Yeah. Is basically what that video showed. So it wasn't that different, you know, from mm-hmm. what we know, but it was just a little bit darker, a little bit more tragic. That is. That is more tragic. What did you learn? Uh, I learned that, well, most of what you just said, you know, yeah. um, most of what you just said. But I also learned that there's been a lot of different Thanksgivings. Oh, okay. Um, and that Thanksgiving has been a thing like, George Washington declared several different Thanksgivings. He'd just be like, he would just be like, all right, everybody, today's going to be a day of Thanksgiving. Oh. And like everybody bring your best and provide your best. And, you know, that type of mentality, the giving thanks, being, um, being thankful and grateful, you know, um, to, to each other. And so he would just declare days of Thanksgiving and it did. It wasn't necessarily in November or whatever. It does have a lot to do with harvesting. I found that out. Um, which, you know, like um, that goes all the way back to like Jerusalem though. Right. And like all the way back into uh, biblical times, man, when, uh, and that goes back to again, celebrating harvests. 
that's when that originates from. But the idea of Thanksgiving is kind of religious. And so there, in a way, it is another type of, you know, Christmas is such a big American holiday. It is celebrated all over the world, but it's a big American holiday, but it's celebrating the birth of Jesus, right? So like, there's always these religious undertones. And so these Thanksgiving celebrations do, they had been a part of religions for a long time. Right. And, and, and no matter what your religion is, the Thanksgiving can cross over. Right. And I think that's the idea that we've kind of gotten into as a society. Now it's become very universal because there's, it's, we don't even get together with the idea of like bringing our best and, you know, fattening up for the winter like it's nothing to do with harvest anymore it's sometimes it has to do with the food and like some like let's cook some really good food but mostly it's just um spending time with family right getting gathering together with family which is what you're thankful for and that's something that radiates across religions you know just gathering with the people you love most yeah yeah so yeah that that's uh that's that's Thanksgiving in a nutshell. That, that's I learned the... a few more things. Do you want to hear some weird oh, things yeah, I remember yeah, off yeah. the top of my head? Yeah. All right. So here's something weird. Uh, Canada has a Thanksgiving in October. What? So like, does that, do we even, does that like, why even celebrate Thanksgiving? Like, it's not like it's a, it's not even that big a deal. Like from what I'm on, from what I also understood after learning about what the original Thanksgiving was, it, or is supposedly was supposedly um it wasn't like uh weird for them to do that like once you harvest you eat a bunch of that harvest because it's not gonna last right you're not gonna be able to save it for long enough to eat all of it so like you got to eat and, and and just be bountiful uh in your eating and try to one fatten up for the winter and two you know as as least amount of food as possible spoils yeah and then they so like it wasn't a common practice anyway yeah but yeah canada has a has a thanksgiving it's in october i think this year it was october 9th i looked it up why, um, why, i wonder why they have theirs different again the only reason we have it on the day we do um was some president decided to do Abraham yeah. Lincoln made it a thing as well. Um, dang, I can't remember who, but I know that FDR did try to change the date of Thanksgiving. Did you know that? I knew one of them did. FDR tried to change it to the third Thursday in, in November to try to create more of an economic boom yeah. between Thanksgiving and Christmas. Yeah. It, but I guess that was declined by Congress or whatever. Um, also, also really interesting fact right here um, that I remember off the top of my head, TV dinners came from Thanksgiving. Oh, that's nice. Yeah. The whole idea of TV dinners, like um, this guy, re you know, people used to pack up all these, started packing up all these leftovers, right? Turkey, green beans, carrots, whatever was left over um, into like lunches and whatnot for the, for, you know, the next week, right? After Thanksgiving, that's what people would do just to try to get the food to last back in the day. And so this guy had the idea of doing that same thing, freezing it and selling it on the shelves. 
and he did it with with Thanksgiving leftovers, mind you. He purchased like the first guy to ever do it purchased like 500 aluminum tins or something like that. 5,000 aluminum tins. I can't remember. Wow. Uh, yeah, some crazy. I think it was 5,000 aluminum tins and he boxed up 5,000 turkey green bean like your stereotypical hungry man dinner. Yeah. And sold them. And that was your first TV dinner. Wow. You did a lot more research than I did. <laughs> Uh, I'm just trying to remember. I'm trying to remember some of the stuff that I learned about, man. Um, yeah, there's Thanksgivings all over, all over the world, though. All over the world, there's Thanksgiving. So it made me feel like ours isn't all that special anymore. Uh, I think ours is special to us. <laughs> yeah, sure. It can be. Yeah, it can be. I hate, I do hate, um, I did start thinking about how it's become this like, you know, shopping extravaganza type deal. And I kind of hate that. Yeah. Well, you know, <clears throat> it's kind of got away from it this year. Um, with the online shopping. So black Friday sales are going all week. Yeah. I've heard about that. Um, I've heard of a couple of really big time retailers, not even going to open their stores. Yeah. Walmart's closed. What? Yeah, Walmart. I know the Walmart and Griffin's closed on Thanksgiving. Wow, they're not going to open for Black Friday. No, well, they're going to open for Black Friday, but not Thanksgiving. Oh, okay. So not actually on, like, Thanksgiving. Right. Which they've been pushing it into Thanksgiving for a long time. Right. And, well, I guess as long as they keep it on on Friday, that, that's a little bit better. Yeah. They're not encroaching so much on Thursday on that family time. Now, I, um, I also did learn that the number one drinking day in America of the entire year is Thanksgiving Eve. Yes, 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 yes. <laughs> Drinksgiving is what uh, apparently is uh, what is being deemed as. I didn't understand this phenomenon. I had never heard of it until, <laughs> let's see, um, it was probably, well, doggone, it's early 2000s my really friends, yeah my friends had come back into town and they're like let's go out I'm like okay and we went out and everybody was there yeah yeah, I was yeah, like, yeah. holy cow why is everybody here and they're like we're all in town for thanksgiving so, isn't that cool right it was pretty wild and then you're hung over for thanksgiving day of course of course we got yeah, one. everybody's coming back into town, meeting up with their families and stuff like that. I wonder if the uh, – I hope the airports are getting the same boost that they normally do, you know, the airlines and whatnot. I hope they're still getting uh, the holiday rush. I imagine they will. But, you know, there's a lot more people that drive now. There is a lot more people that drive, you know. And, and, and let's be honest, uh, I don't know what's going on with the airlines, but there's been more lost baggage apparently this year than ever. Before. Oh, really? Yeah. Apparently, the airlines are really sucking this year. Hmm. And I wonder if it has something to do with COVID, like some people taking, uh, you know, Delta gave their employees like the option to take months at a time off. Oh, really? Because they're yeah, like Three, six months you could take off, man. Oh, wow. Unpaid, but you could take it off if you wanted to, you know, or sometimes they, I think some employees, they offered a month or whatever. So I don't know if it had to do with that or uh, or what, you know. But um, 
yeah, way a ton of lost baggage and COVID-19. I'm sure some people are still hesitant about, about traveling with COVID. Uh, COVID-19 is over now. It's the flu. Well, in the South, it's over. But think about the people in California, man. Well, you know. <laughs> That's a lot of people, though, that, that might be a little more hesitant to get on a flight. I don't know. Well, if they are at this point, then that's their uh, <laughs> that's they, their own fault. They just can't see the writing on the wall. I agree. I agree. They have drank the Kool Aid. Yeah. Um, so, yeah. Uh, now we have moved into flu season, and I, have. I caught the flu last week. Yes, you did. Praise God, you're feeling better now, man. That Tamiflu works wonders, dude. I tell you what, modern medicine. I was thinking about that the other day. I'm like, the flu used to kill everybody. Everybody. Wasn't it just like a hundred years ago or a couple hundred years ago? Diarrhea was the number one killer. Yeah, I think so. Dysentery. Yeah. Yeah. You just, or, and well, dehydration, especially. Yeah. Too. Yeah. Well, now you got stuff to help you with dehydration. You know, to get you some. Yeah. Pedialyte. Pedialyte. And it's like a new person. That's what you're telling me, man. I'm going to try it. I'm going to try it. I'm going to Kroger soon. I'm going to try that. Yeah, get you some of that. So Get you you that hitter. uh, So, man, to transition into this deep dive that you've been doing this week, and now you've got me on it a little bit. Yeah, I've I've just reignited the spark is all because you've got a ton of knowledge on this on this next topic as well. Okay. Do we want to? How do we want to talk? Do we want to talk about? Well, look, look I'll just, just go ahead. Just, I'll just go ahead and say his name. Go ahead, General William McIntosh. <sighs> I don't know as much about him as you do, because I've just been kind of deep diving Native American history in our area. Period. But of course, he comes up a lot when you're doing that. Well, that's because his road runs right through our neighborhoods. Um, yeah, Pretty that much. that and um the fact that he sold his people out. Yeah. Yes. Yeah, that that that's also another reason why he comes up a lot. So But I well, don't know. Do you let me ask you this. Let me ask you this. Do you think it could have been he really thought that was the only chance of survival his people had? was to march out to where the white man told him? I don't know. Because if not, the white men were just going to kill him, right? The settlers were just going to kill him. Yeah, probably. They, they had already been fighting and fighting, and the settlers had already been winning and winning and gaining more territory. So it just makes me wonder, was there a part of Macintosh who was like, man, this is the only chance I have for some of my people to survive? Or was it just greed? Or was it greed? That's what I'm way more inclined to think of. I'm not going to lie. That's that's definitely what I think. I, I think he was super greedy. Yeah, so, excuse me for a bit. <coughs> so, this Don't one... Don't get over that flu. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. This one uh, video that I watched last night was saying that he sold out Creek people for five hundred thousand dollars in gold. Yep, and that it took thirty mules to haul that gold from Indian Springs away. I also heard that same story. Yes, 
and nobody knows where the gold's at. It has never been accounted for. But McIntosh was also murdered as soon as he got back home. Yes, his home in Whitesburg or near Whitesburg, just on the other side of Chattahoochee River. Right. So part of me wonders this, Chuck. I was after it. Okay. So they signed the treaty at Indian Springs, 1820 something, right? Yeah. 1821, maybe. He's, he's, if you're Macintosh, if you're Chief Macintosh and you just sold your people's land, the last bit of their land that they had, you just sold it off to the settlers, right? Right. Um, wouldn't you know that your people are going to want to kill you when you get back? Not if you, well, you would think. Well, I only ask that because would he bring the gold all the way back home if he thought, if he had an inkling that he was going to be attacked? Would would you leave, Would you bring the gold all the way back home? Um, no. You wouldn't? I would have hit it halfway. Huh. Huh. I wonder where about halfway is. Um, it's probably pretty close to that cemetery in my backyard. <laughs> We might have to check the cemetery out next week. I'm just saying. We we have uh, we have metal detected it a lot. And have you never... found any other stones around? What do you mean? Just stones. Any other? Is there any other stones or anything around there? Not like once you get out of the cemetery proper. Really? Yeah. Hmm. I'm just curious, man. I'm just curious. Is all. <laughs> There, there's a legend saying something about a, a bird pointing towards it, right? I, I watched that video you sent me on the, on this this yeah, treasure so, hunter guy that's been looking for Chief McIntosh's gold. So one of the uh, is like a crow is pointing when the water is low in the Chattahoochee River. There's a crow on the uh, on the bank that is carved in a rock that points to where the treasure's at. Interesting. Interesting. Well, we got to get out there on the Chattahoochee, man. Yeah, but everybody's been looking there. That's true. But where else would you look? That's the only clue there is. And that's that could, that's the whole story could be made up, though. Right, to throw you off. To completely throw you off. That whole story could be made up. Somebody could have just made that up sitting in their bedroom one night. I mean, you, you figure he went from Indian Springs all the way to Whitesburg area. So he had to go through Jackson, Flovilla, well, Flovilla, Jackson, Griffin. Uh, Brooks. Brooks. Peachtree City. Peachtree, well, Peachtree City wasn't there then. Bankstown might have been Right, there, right. Sure. No, a lot. most of these things weren't there at the time. Uh, Sonoma. Um, and, you know, on, on West, so... Yeah, noon in Sharpsburg, all that stuff would go. He had to go through all of that. Yeah, and it not no, not quite to Carrollton, I guess. Whitesburg before you get to Carrollton, but that's right. a long ways, man. That's and a it, long ways and man, to travel. Now, some some people say that the gold was never transferred to his possession, and that's why nobody's ever found it. That's also another story I saw. Yes, 
Yes, I did see that. That there's no actual documentation of him receiving the gold. Yeah. And that's true. From what I from what I understand, there's those stories of the the mules carrying all that gold out are just stories. Yeah. So there's that too. I don't know, man. It's been it's been really interesting. But if you think about like Fort Troop, like you and I both know about Fort Troop that sat on Lime Creek. Yeah. Um, it was built sometime in the early 1800s. We we think around 1825. Not real sure. Um, that's where uh, the sources are different on the timeline here. But um, anyway, that fort was built in. Let's just say 1825. So it's been 200 years, right? Yeah. There's no trace of the fort ever been found. Nope. No trace of the fort ever been found. So that's, and we, again, we don't know how big the fort was or anything or anything like that, but you got to think it would be easier to find a fort than it would be some gold. Oh yeah. And if we can't even find the fort, how are we supposed to find the gold, man? Well, I mean, it was probably a wooden fort. So, oh, there's that's true. It could, it more than likely was a wooden fort. But you know what? I was also thinking nobody's really looked for it that hard. Yeah. How much of Lion Creek is private property? I wonder. I imagine a lot of it. I imagine a lot of it too. So there's only there's uh, no telling how much has actually been looked for. You know. Yeah, man, you get in that treasure hunting thing and uh, it's going to send you down some rabbit holes, dude. It'll drive you crazy. <laughs> well, I just I haven't been too much into the treasure hunt. You kind of brought up the the Macintosh gold story to me. I did find it fascinating because I went to a high school named after this man. And, you know, we used to be told stories about how he was great and there's all these things named after him and X, Y and Z. Well, we only thought he was great because we got the land from him. Yeah, he sold us the land. He sold the settlers' land, like that. Ne wasn't necessarily his, right? Wasn't necessarily his to sell. He wasn't the. He was not supposed to be the spokesman for everybody. No, he was clearly shown when he was executed as soon as he got home. Yeah, they uh they let him know real quick that he wasn't the man. Yes, yes, yeah. So I I I don't know, man. I. <sighs> <laughs> in my opinion the guy sold his people out again i haven't done a ton of research on him but the little bit i know about him so far that william mcintosh sold his creek indian people out and that's and that's wrong so yep. bam. Well, that's what it seems like yes but i've just been way more fascinated in the uh the history of the native american culture just right where we live man and how we right where we live was the line for indian Native American territory and white settler territory. This was the line. Yeah, like at one point, this was the Wild West. Yeah, I mean, these guys were... I, I, I can only fathom the lifestyle they were having to live in order to try to survive. It's probably pretty tough. It had to be very tough. So... Had to be very tough. What kind of meme you got for me this week, dude? Man, I got a Thanksgiving meme for you this week. <laughs> All right. Hey, how about our boy? Uh, how about our boy Elon too? I forgot to put this on the show notes. How about our boy Elon um, polling Twitter to see if Trump should get back on? Yeah, that was pretty funny. I love it, man. Direct democracy. Now you got to look. 
you got to think about this, though. Trump has bashed Twitter so much, and he started to build this other platform up, right? Hasn't he tried to start on yeah this start up this other platform and everything so he's really looking at that twitter account like should i take it should i take it should i take it like you well, know what i mean he's really got to be hesitant there was a i saw a post the other day uh last night that said so elon has twitter taking on big tech trump has that one he owns taking on big politics and kanye has that has has bought parlor taking on hollywood Woo. okay okay i guess uh yeah sure whatever let's see what happens yeah let's, uh, <laughs> but check out this meme i think it's a good one all right i'm pulling it up now you got any memes it'd be a whole lot cooler if you did it's the meme of the week thanksgiving come at me bro (laughs) oh man a classic friends reference you gotta love it yep when uh joey had on his thanksgiving pants that's right the classic friends reference i'm so glad that i learned that you're a friends fan man i uh i would have never expected that it was a great tv show i would have never expected that i love learning new things about you even after all this time jucker yeah man Oh, man. It's been a great show. Thank you, dude. Episode 42 in the books. Been a good season, y'all. We'll talk to you later. All right. Season finale coming up. Thanks, guys.